he's probably playing the theme tune and oh, singing the theme tune now. No, he's not. Good evening and welcome to another 14 words. Funny enough, I just invented a vocoder, so if you want to go and see that, it's on my to. channel. Oh, sorry, to. my good friend's my good friend Fremen on the Sands channel, because it's not on Fremen's music, because I don't have access to that anymore. No, because you're a naughty boy. Oh, we li we're live now, aren't we? We are live. <laughs> oh, God. Fucking Christ. Oh, you still no, use right. the old so I'll, edit, I'll, edit that, I'll edit that out like I do every time Hobbit drops the M word. What? I, I said Boo. <laughs> I just, I just re-round rewound the show so I could listen to the glorious theme tune, new theme tune that's just released today and not in August, and you still didn't play it. I'm, I'm disappointed in you. Not I mean am I disappointed in you, but I'm going to assume the chat's disappointed in you too. Not well, that chat, I can read chat want to talk about more more completely fictitious dystopian scenarios. Ah, now the chat's loaded up. Right, what a chat saying. Maybe, Dark maybe Ages not... didn't happen to bait me. Are you yeah. saying we're actually in the 1700s? Well, I'm certainly well, saying John Townsend is from is in the 1700s. His cookery show's good. If someone stole my herbs and spices. I'm missing time. You've misspelled time, well, Ian. Well, you know, well, societally, we're going back. We're going back to back to feudal times. So you know. <laughs> Yeah, but in feudal times, they had like pig and stuff. They just want us to eat bugs. We we don't even you have eat a the herb bugs and you'll garden. fucking enjoy it a bit. We don't even have a herb garden. Peasants had a garden for their vegetables. All I wanted was a herb garden. Is that Eastwood indoors? Nice, All just in time for the garden. show. Let's talk more about completely fictitious dystopian scenarios. Completely. Fictitious. Oh yes, yes, they, they were completely fictitious. Yesterday, last yesterday's last week's show was a, a complete fiction and bears no resemblance on reality in any way, shape, or form. And if it does, then you're a conspiracy theorist and dare I say it, an anti C Mike. Yeah. Yeah. I think tonight's is going to be pretty dystopic, to be honest. <laughs> when you realise what it is. Yeah. We're living the dystopian future. Oh, any any relation to dystopia's current or present is just coincidence. So can't sue me. Fuck you. Basically. Yep. Have we got time to do a show, or is that going to be a missing time? <laughs> Don't know. I'll take I'm a week just... off and just say we did, and it's just say it's missing. Yeah. 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 Oh well, I feel like I've gone back to 2017. We got um, N-word towers in the chat. Remember <laughs> when they were allowed, if not encouraged by YouTube? Do, do you remember when you could have fun on YouTube? Do you remember when YouTube would like would recommend you interesting things? Do you remember when, like, okay, this is going to sound hypocritical. Do you remember when interesting stuff was allowed to be shown on YouTube and not like? Oh, we're just going to remove the dislike button. By the way, I'm clicking dislike on this. Not that that works. Just repairing so much. Feedback time. shared with author. That's what happens if you click dislike. Yeah, obviously, obviously. I, I thought I thought that Seth Rogen said the the dislike dislike process was very good because it gave you feedback from your from your fans, and it stopped you making shit. 
All I know is the only good Jew is a dead Jew. Father Christmas told me. <laughs> I don't think Father Christmas told you that. Father yes, Christmas he did. Believes, on, believes in peace and work, peace on earth, and goodwill to all men. Yes, to all men. But for the elves, they can work themselves to death in the factories, making all the presents for all the what good you mean, like boys and girls. Guy? The elf always tell you how Santa wronged him, but never why. Right. Oh, shall I introduce the show? Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to start the show, or you just want to ramble for two hours? <laughs> God, no. So, based on like the Umberto Galleria and other interesting things, what we have done, seen was in he previous a painter? Times, what? Umberto Galleria, was he a painter? He was everything. He, he, was a, he was a Paxton of his age, man. He can he could do everything. <laughs> yes. The, the, the Umberto Galleria, who was he was Italy's largest man and they made a shopping mall with his corpse. Um, and so um like we thought it was interesting there because we're like, hang on, these dates are not quite right, are they? What's happened with time? And because so is the oh, I'm not I'm not introducing Fucking this time. How does one. that work? I, I mean, like atomic control clocks. How do they work? Does anyone know? I don't know, but they do. Yeah, that's it. How does um, how does like oh with. Radiation to your clock. How does that go? So then the clock goes. Oh, I'm radiation. Now I know what the time is exactly. That's it. Because apparently the atomic decay of of cesium is really predictable, and you can make a very accurate clock from it. More accurate than when wobbling a a quartz crystal, um, with the little gin inside it, will tell you what the time is. Poopy gin. <sighs> Yeah, so time is missing and the Dark Ages didn't happen. How does time probably. work with Flat Earth, Hobbit? Hmm? How does time work with Flat Earth? We've got, we got a question from the audience. Well, you know, that's one of those questions. Like, um, I, it's one of those questions I don't understand because, like, time works in Flat Earth like how you think it works because we are on Flat Earth. But then you get into the question itself of what is time? And I'm actually not really sure. Like, uh, about five... No, more than five years. But well, There are, there years are a lot of people it? in paranormal circles that, that, that say that we, that we humans are experience time incorrectly. It's not supposed well, to be linear. No, but the other thing as well is just like, I'm not really sure how time works, and I don't think it works quite how we think it does. And it's one of those things like we, we can say we can measure time because it's like a, a number of vibrations of this crystal, and we say that's a second. Oh, I forget what my original question was. Like, this question was really bugging me like eight years ago about what the nature of time was. But well, there's that thing, like, isn't there, where they, where they say that there's a time, time dilation between us and the satellites that control your. Um... Or time flies when you're having fun. Oh yeah, no, that was an experiment they did. They 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 were doing experiments on relativity, and they found that 
when they were flying atomic clocks in planes, opposed to the one on the ground, the ones in the planes were going faster. Now, what I would... I'm, I'm not sure how you do this. Maybe you put it in a weather balloon or something. Uh, but what if the atomic clocks were going faster because of the changes in altitude? Which you'd think, well, how could that make a difference? I mean, it's just atomic decay occurs at a certain yeah, as rate. Clint, as Clint Eastwood and Dawes says, our perception of time also changes depending on the situation and what's happening. Yeah, so if time you're, if you're sat, if you're sat on a hot plate for five seconds, it will seem like five hours. If you're sat on, sat, ne- sat on a bench next to a really mm. fit bird, five, five hours will feel like five seconds. So, um, what if I would have done an experiment to put the a control clock at the same altitude as the clocks flying in the planes, and if clocks flying in the planes have still gone faster than the one in the weather balloon or whatever, you know, to make sure it's the same altitude, then you can go, ah, oh, yeah, it is speed. But I reckon it may have been the altitude, like the the further up in the sky you get, the faster atomic decay happens, which then makes those clocks that were flying in the sky go faster. So I don't think it's got. I I don't think that experiment has proven. Oh, IC three Bumbleclark Coonface says, "Me not sure how shops work. Me just grab Gucci and Ting and run off before Babylon comes to arrest arrest me." Arrest me. Arrest. A wagwam. Wagwam, I see free. <laughs> but specifically, we, 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 this was not the way the show was going to go. We had it all, prop- we, got, we got the documents. I haven't got any yeah, pages. Do you want to get back on track of it? But the thing is, time is missing. And I'm not just talking about the case of, oh, yeah, the Russians used the Julian calendar whilst. The rest of you used the Gregorian calendar, and then they decided to adopt the Gregorian calendar, and then we all have the same date. But well, we don't. I'm saying the Chinese that, still use the wrong new year, don't they? Yeah, and the Alves as well. They've got their Alvish calendar with the. Uh, so you you don't get the sun in the North Pole, so they have to base it on like uh, the flight of reindeer or something. <laughs> um. Every, every so, time uh, Santa leaves his workshop, that's when you know he's. Uh, yep, yeah, that's, that's one year. year. Yeah, that's one year, right? Yeah. Uh, so uh, there is missing time, and there's probably time. The, the, the time's just been inserted, like they just lol. Let's put a one behind the date, so it's not this building, which we may even show a photo. Well, if you're a member of the Fourteen Words Terroristogram channel, you will see it there. Of a building which is uh, erected or founded AD uh, 583. And these buildings then get retcons that some stonemason just like rebuilds the plaque and it's like, oh no, it's 1583. Um, which at first you think is just like, oh come on, there surely there'd be like ev- more evidence for this. But as we've suggested in previous episodes, there's been numerous cataclysms that's happened in the preceding centuries. So, uh, a lot of this evidence ends up buried. Um, but in addition to the evidence which ends up buried, uh, I'm trying to thread this uh, needle through, but I'm a bit drunk at the moment, so... Yeah. I It's... Put it this way, the, 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 the Romans didn't happen that long ago. 
all right, who can take it on from there? <laughs> that was a dog's dinner. And all. That was a good segue, wasn't it? Over to you then, yeah. buddy. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> thanks, Hobbit. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Just that. It's such a... we're right, pro- okay. We're professionals, we've been doing that. Legally years. threaded, Hobbit. You've oh, we've been doing halfway this up the Hobbit. street. <laughs> we're halfway up the it's street fucking... for everyone's door handle on their car. I think I did a better job of it than Brutus. Yeah, he's brute. No, never get Brutus to thread a needle while drunk. Don't ask him to thread any needles. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, what we're talking about is uh, time, the manipulation of time since the fall of the Roman Empire and the evidence for the Dark Ages. Um, I've got, we've got some videos to show. So, if you want to, I don't know, bring up the video. Uh, Emmy, uh, the first one should be uh, the one with the bird with the fat tits. That tennis Not player yet, scratching her ass. So you want uh, our buried past timeline. blood flood, yeah? No, uh, the timeline manipulation first. That's the one at the bottom. All oh, right, so you want me to start from the bottom up, yeah? Uh, yeah, we'll just go from timeline manipulation and then go down. Um, I don't oh. know if you've shown ev- everyone what the... Well, we could show it later, the photograph we were on about earlier, about the the building that very suspiciously looks like it was built in the 1800s with a plaque that says 588 AD on it. Um, yeah. What Bible do you read? And how do you know it's the right one? Uh, well, There's only one version of the Bible, right? It might surprise you to learn uh, that okay. Bible translations uh, led to many versions of... Gotta love adverts. <laughs> right, what, what's... Uh... <laughs> What time right, what? okay. It's, um, so it's basically just from the beginning. Uh, actually, it's not that far in. Uh, put the audio right, so, on, or, or yeah, you put the audio on, yeah. yeah. Has seven hundred years been added to the first millennium? Right, okay. Uh, you want to stop it here, right? Yeah, yeah. Look at the state of the Colosseum. Clean right. your room, Bucko. I know, right? The Colosseum hasn't been visited by Jordan Peterson in the last, like, thousand years, so <laughs> this is what you end up with. This is what happens when you don't clean your room. The Colosseum looks like a fucking... It's been covered in, like, uh, I don't know, what's that? Ten, ten, ten feet of mud? Yeah, that, that happens... Uh... Where's the rest <laughs> of it as well? It's like they're digging no, it out, right? isn't it? It's like, yeah, it's... it is. Very, very, why are they digging things out again? Why is everything buried? That's the... I mean, yeah, this ties into the the mud flood theory. Like, uh, I know you may be thinking a bit obsessed with this, but it is fascinating that no one's really ever questioned why all these historical monuments have to be dug out at some point. Like, as as you rightly pointed what? out, the Colosseum's missing fucking a few floors, right? Time, where team, are the floors? time team every week is the other <laughs> yeah. example, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> how many how many structures are buried? Like, if I left my house for 50 years, it wouldn't accumulate enough dust to fucking bury it, would it? Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> how long do you have to leave something to get 20 feet of mud? It's almost as if the only exceptions to this would be like uh, the Parthenon in, in, in Greece or right. Machu Picchu, which is right on top True. of a mountain. Yes, exactly. Anything that seems to be on top of, say, a like non-porous uh, rock strata seems to be immune from uh, from this kind of like disaster that we're going to talk about. Um, 
So yeah, if you want to put the the sound on now, we'll yeah. continue. But yeah, just just it's, it's the sound on. I can't actually hear it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is. Yeah, it is. I can. Yeah. I need to share the screen, but I don't. I don't. I don't think share screen shares audio. Ah, uh, it's fine. Hello, everybody, and welcome back for another video. Today, we're going to be talking about the timeline manipulation with a focus on the first millennium, 1 to 1000 AD or CE for Common Era. And the basic premise of this video is, is going to be talking about the this concept that the Roman Empire actually fell all at once because of a more of a singular event, uh, sort of a ca catastrophic event, as opposed to a gradual fall as it's normally laid out and described to us, and how they might have added false years into the timeline, specifically the first millennium. That's kind of going to be our focus. How, how could they have stretched out the timeline uh, and hidden this from us? So that's what we're going to talk about. And I'm also going to be introducing the work of uh, uh, somebody I came across recently that was introduced to me and I think it's just I'm excited to share it with you guys but first let me just talk about um, the reason why do I think the Roman Empire fell suddenly as opposed to uh, gradually and a lot of it comes by looking at the ruins and now initially a lot of this it makes sense they give various uh, explanations as to why it's in a state of ruin and it, whether it's earthquakes or invading forces so we have uh algiers in 1890 and you have various explanations temple of bacchus and balbic um, those explanations make sense to me and uh, but where things start to fall apart a little bit for me is when you look at all of the parts of the roman empire that are buried so i think the explanation for why Rome was buried, and we've all, probably all seen these photos, yeah, pause, maybe some of the video, the video so. yep. where portions right. of Rome were buried so, in like third. The <clears throat> so the guys pointing. I don't know when you can see the photo here, but um, you can see the uh, stamp says Rome 1930s. Yeah, you can't quite right, see so that. It's the bottom right yeah. corner for anyone that can't see it properly. Yeah. Covered it by right, so it says Rome in the 1930s, right? Mm. Yeah, okay. Just to make everyone clear that this... Yeah, that's when it was happening. 30, okay. 20, 30, 40 feet of sediment. And I believe the explanation was because of uh, the aqueduct system was in disrepair, so that area got flooded. And on its own, that kind of makes sense. Right. And Can even... pause it again? <laughs> it's just... <laughs> okay. So, the, the had, main oh, uh, reason. <laughs> <laughs> so the water spillage covered buildings that are like two stories high. <laughs> uh, myth yeah, what's cool. what's the problem with that? Why don't you believe it? <laughs> what a, I see free coon bumperclap face said that uh, Mifot mud flood was Empire Rundlosh. <laughs> Are we going to get go? Do you want me to? Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah okay, go um, on. Keep going. <laughs> places like in Africa, like Timgad in uh, Algeria, northern Africa, we're told it was buried in the sands for a thousand years. 
So that kind of makes some sense to me, but where I guess things start to fall apart for me is when I look at the bathhouses, because whatever country they're in and whatever, even continent, they seem to all be buried 10 plus feet. So just this year in southern course, Spain... Because the, the, the bathhouses would need to be above ground, yeah. wouldn't they? Because you want the water to run away from it, don't you? Exactly, so... Because yeah, that, they just fill up. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden the bathhouse no... appears out of nowhere. Yeah. It'll get even more absurd as we go along. Yeah, Clint Eastwood and Dawson doing the Weavers Tartaria. Roman bath complex emerges from Spanish sand dunes. So they found this Roman bath complex completely buried. People would walk over this and they you know, just didn't know it was beneath their feet. Uh, and I believe these walls are about four meters high. So we're talking well over 12 feet. So that's a lot of sand uh, as, you know, to to cover an entire uh, structure and complex, it's, uh, yeah, man, it's hard to believe that's natural, you know, and um, we have, I believe in 2020, in uh, downtown Amman, Jordan, uh, they, they were experiencing flooding, so they were gonna <laughs> try and rectify that problem by uh, uh, improving their infrastructure, and during excavations, they ah, stumbled oh, upon plus. a Roman bath. That... Off license says bathhouses. Does this guy have some sort of proclivity? <laughs> yeah, he's a friend of Richard Spencer. Nobody knew was there. And again, <laughs> it's like 10 plus feet, 10, 15, 20 feet deep. Is and just I Googling think the explanation was there was a... All my explosives. ...caused uh, this portion of the city I, I, I got annoyed with this guy. <laughs> so it's just harder and harder for me to believe harder. that... All of these harder, sites harder in different countries are constantly. Let, let me just take off my top filter so you can photo, really uh, hear me. That, hey, uh, the, that one site in Amman, Jordan. Look at these guys down here. I'm sorry, audience. Way down. But, um, you know, the UK, United Kingdom, is a treasure trove of buried Roman, you know, uh, architecture. Yeah. Sil uh, in Silchester, in yeah, uh, Silchester in England, again, they found another settlement with a <laughs> bathhouse. got buried in bathhouse. <laughs> and again, just like ten hey, yo, plus feet we was deep. Might not be too far from the and truth, just, to be honest. So we're totally different countries, you know, North, South Europe, uh, what Middle East. It doesn't matter. And I talked about this one: Roman baths <laughs> in Bath, England. I believe dude, it was like stop, the late. You need to stop I think googling bathhouses, thereabouts, dude. but. Uh, they he was looking for another reason, and then he found his conspiracy. He wasn't really looking for a conspiracy. Uh, and I think yeah. the River Avon was the culprit. And again, a lot of times it's they'll say it's a river, uh, but this was an interesting one. Again, in England, uh, Exeter Cathedral in Exeter, England, uh, they were digging for a car park about 10 feet deep. They ran into another Roman bath, and they didn't know it was there. And in this case, I believe they say they intentionally built, the, the, the cathedral builders intentionally built on top of the bathhouse. So over here, <laughs> it's intentional. Over here, it's a river. Um, I'm not even sure what the, the reason is here. Uh, over here, it's a river. Well, so let, let's let's, talk, let's talk about the cathedral they built on yeah. top of a bathhouse. So let me get, 
So they just filled the place with with mud, just you know, with soil, just just so they could build build a build a cathedral on top. That's the, the yeah. This is intentional. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they just plonk it straight on top of the mud. Came later. <laughs> just you had this but, cathedral okay. balancing on a bar. So as we can see in all of these cases with this guy googling bathhouse, googling bathhouse, the bathhouse right? enthusiast. Yeah. That's, that's what he's that's what yeah. he should, that's what he should enthusiast. Right. Every single one has got a different explanation, but yet it's always the same. Like, they're always buried. <laughs> right? It even have structures on top of it, yeah? <laughs> like in Jordan. It's like, how the hell did you not notice <laughs> you've got a Roman bathhouse under your feet, right? What What have they got against Roman bathhouses? That's what I want to know. <laughs> why is the world trying to cover up I post it in general. It's it's a Roman fountain and uh, AOE was Tartarians and Sheep. Okay, we'll have a look in a bit. This this is groundbreaking. This is going to explain all the time what has been missing. Okay. So this uh, Roman group digs up, uh, digs up his some garden. of the explanations. This was Roman one of villa. the more far fetched ones. Uh, when the Romans left Britain, it appears that some villas were covered with dirt to trap into them the spirits of the Romans. You know what are you going to do with that? Like just it's just no. on top of all this. But it's not it's a mound, is it? It doesn't look like no. a, it doesn't look like a barrow or anything. It's completely flat along with the rest of the countryside. Yeah, but the reason so, they did it, Hobbit uh, and Hemi, is because they wanted to trap the souls of the Romans. <laughs> <isn't it>? <laughs> Jesus, so, sounds legit. <laughs> oh, he's going to start talking about the Sutton Who stuff that was buried in York, wasn't it, underneath the city? Mm-hmm. I wanted to. I thought the most logical place to look um, for sort of false narratives and added years might be to look at the Anglo-Saxon period because when you look at Exeter Cathedral, you have this culture, the Roman culture, right, and Roman settlement, and then from my perspective, there was a disaster event that buried it, and then you have the cathedral building culture, right, so. You've got these two separate cultures that are pretty defined. I don't, I, I but think, in I don't England, think you can get any more separate in between those two culture, cultures. Yeah. You had culture, the you? Anglo-Saxons. <laughs> so, if there was going to be false narratives, uh, false years, I, I know, figured you been that Church would be England a good place to look. Yeah. And my focus was just looking at architecture. So, uh, we're told a lot of the Anglo-Saxon architecture was made of from you know of wood so it's it hasn't lasted or survived which makes sense but we are told that there are some remnants of uh, anglo-saxon churches that we can look at so when you start looking at these churches some interesting narratives pop up and this particular uh church saint lawrence's church bradford on avon uh, it's apparently or allegedly one of the very few surviving anglo-saxon churches that does not show later medieval alteration or rebuilding. So just 
kind of doing a little bit of background on this structure. You mean the fucking ripped a huge chunk out of it. You can see the bit where there's a roof coming out. Yeah. Turns the Wikipedia. It says the date of the building has been much debated. And then I came across a YouTube video. Somebody else, um, Charles Koss, uh, he had an interesting video it's titled, Oops, is UK's oldest Saxon sandstone. church actually late Roman? They use a lot of and limestone in, was in Bath, which is sedimentary. Uh, windows. But I thought that was interesting. And so... We noticed something else with this as well. The, uh, I came across the front door. Go back. If you could go back to the picture. There. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you see these saying. things that... at the side. They look newer, don't they? It's weird. Well, you can see that they've ripped that off and they've they've covered a load of windows up, haven't they? Yeah. They've bricked it. Oh no, they haven't bricked uh -huh. a load of windows up. They look those bricks look like they were there anyway. You know, it's a really, like, shoddy design, that one, isn't it? Yeah. Somebody else, um, Charles Koss, uh, he had an interesting video titled, Oops, is UK's oldest Saxon church actually late Roman? And I think he was pointing out some of these arched uh, windows. But I thought that was interesting. And so looking into this church a bit more, I came across this uh, Carolingian Renaissance, this specific type of architecture that belonged to this uh, Carolingian Renaissance. So this, the interesting thing about this Carolingian architecture, it was the, the style of uh, Northern Europe and primarily in the eighth and ninth centuries. And the thing about it is that it, it was a conscious attempt to emulate Roman architecture. My, my basic premise going into this was that there was an event that destroyed the Roman civilization and some of their structures probably survived. So here we have this um, type of uh, this Renaissance, which features this architecture, which is trying to recreate older Roman architecture. So what I'm thinking is that this structure oh, was pre-existing. It survived yeah. whatever event happened, but they're just classifying it as Anglo-Saxon. That's my oh, view. So hey, don't shoot the messenger. Sure enough, I wonder if he pops his place Carolin one more time. Carolingian architecture, this, this particular <laughs> church shows up as an example of that. And it's dated to this time frame, but... I'm thinking it's actually my piece of shit belongs to me five pounds uh, to the Roman uh, <laughs> civilization and culture as opposed to the eighth and ninth centuries. Now, speaking of Carolingian architecture, there is one more uh, example I want to go over because I think it it's going to tie into the point I was trying to make with the church that we just talked about. And this structure, it is called. Ingelheim, and it was an imperial palace of this Carolingian dynasty. Charlemagne is said to have stayed there, as well as some other rulers. But uh, it's an example of this Carolingian architecture, which very much looks like old, an older Roman palace and villa from you know five, six, seven hundred years ago. And but we're told this structure was built in the second half of the 8th century. 
Now the intrigue sort of creeps into the picture because in the late 1800s, they, they found a water tunnel that was part of this complex and this water tunnel was made waterproof by this um, hydraulic Roman mortar, this Roman cement. And why does that have any significance? Because the recipe for Roman concrete, Roman cement, we're told it was lost to the world uh, when the Western Roman Empire fell, which is roughly 476 AD. So 300 years. So there's three things that were lost forever. Yeah. Uh, Roman concrete, um, rocket technology, and uh, German oven technology from the 30s. Are they the three things, are they <laughs> yeah, the three, three things that were lost forever? Are they... Also Greek fire. Greek fire. Oh, Greek fire as well, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's Greek fire yeah. again? It's the like stuff some... that can burn on water. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, oh is it it's like not... the is it like the stuff from uh, Game of Thrones that fire? It might be like yeah. white phosphorus. It's not napalm, but well, the the I think the Israelis have, have found Greek fire. Then haven't they? <laughs> they use it quite regularly on Palestinians. Yeah, that's a war crime, but they're not at war, so it's not a war crime. Yeah. Right. yeah. Years after, we're told that the recipe for Roman cement, concrete was lost. Three, 300 years later, roughly, it makes an appearance in this uh, imperial palace, which we're told was intentionally designed to look like an older Roman-styled imperial palace. So I guess what the point that I'm trying to make is that I'm of the belief that this structure is actually older than they're saying it was actually built in the earlier part of the first millennium, and they've just pushed it forward, you know, by through this means of calling calling it a, a Carolingian architecture. That's my speculation, anyway. But uh, I thought this was a really interesting example, so I just wanted to mention that. Now, there's a second means uh, method, I guess, that I think they're using to sort of um, push uh, or claim certain structures as being older. They are than they are, and that's called spolia. And it's just this idea of repurposing building material from one structure and using it in another structure. So what you will come across when you start looking into these older, what we're told are typically churches from this Anglo-Saxon period, a lot of them will say they took, this structure was built using the brick and stone from like some other Roman structure, but really it's it's from this How period convenient. of time. And I guess I what do notice I'm there's one Anglo-Saxon church that in actuality these structures were initially built with Roman brick and stone, and maybe modified later, but they're actually from that time period. Uh, and this is one example: this uh, chapel of Saint Peter on the Wall, and we're told it was likely built around this period of time. But again, they say it, it incorporates Roman bricks and stones. But, you know, I can see a lot of arches here. And again, can't prove this, but I suspect that it actually started out as it was built at, uh, during the, the Roman occupation. And I think this uh, and there was probably other Roman structures around it that were in ruin. And so it gives them a, a likely story to use. Well, what was but London again, made out of wood? That is speculative. And, if wood... uh, here's another example. Oh, there you go. Look, <laughs> I thought it was made out of wood. Showing it. And Brick's Showing it Now, 
we're told this is a leading example of early Anglo-Saxon architecture. And when you look at into this structure, so this is kind of the front of the of the church, and we're gonna go to the back here. Uh, but according to Wikipedia, this structure as well was built using reclaimed Roman stone and brick. Now, when you I go guess to they the didn't back have a juice structure, back then. How can, how can the sac? How can the you know from what we all know of history? How can the Saxons be using reclaimed Roman brick? Because we're told that the Sax that the Romans defeat the Saxons, aren't we? I can't remember. No, the Saxons came after the Romans. Yeah, Romans but... I did. I was then. Yeah. Oh right, I've got it the wrong way around. I'm a dick. Yeah. The ground level changes significantly yeah. on the sides and and on the uh, at the back of the structure, and you can see a gentleman way down here. His hand in his pocket. So it, it's uh, <laughs> he's he, going for his it's piece. It's quite a change in the grade. That's me. And uh, I think I've got another photo here. Oh, this look, particular he's buried yet section. again. What a surprise. Um, I just kind of got a Yeah, it's weird. There's kind of like an anti-boat type It's thing, interesting just to see. Like, I think this structure was actually hey, we built can go and see that, that Roman occupation. Can you come up? Uh, this event happened. Oh, okay. And this it's church got covered in layers it? of earth yeah, during that event. Cool. And maybe they've modified it after the fact with other, you know... Uh, he's going. He's going into a lot of heavy speculation. I think the base of yeah. it was Roman brick and stone, and I he's getting into a lot. Of it, but, but I, I think the the mud. He's pushing a lot of air towards his microphone. To actually, belonging <laughs> to the previous Roman occupation. <laughs> I, I, I might again, have mentioned it once or twice before. I think I got away so with it. Now is he misinfo or disinfo, Hobbit? This Hobbit seven hundred years in the first millennium. I think he's got to the point about this object. Phantom, right, well, going, going, Phantom now 700 years. Right? Okay, now minute. I'd like to introduce so, the, primer, the research right? of this okay. individual, Gunnar yeah. Heinzen. Oh, this is the guy who says, and this guy survives the Holocaust, and this guy survives the Holocaust, they all survive the Holocaust. He says a lot about surviving the Holocaust. That's very important in his Isn't it a bit suspicious how his name's Gunnar Heinsen, which sounds a lot like Gunnar Hansen, who, who played the now, Leatherface. I came across this, uh, a link to a video of his on StolenHistory.net. Thanks uh, to the, whoever posted that. I appreciate that. Is, it, but is this like Inception now? We're watching a video, video that I'll leave a link watching to somebody else's maybe video. Maybe slightly over an hour. How many levels of Inception are we on? He has so much material How many do that we it need? would be impossible for me yeah. to encapsulate all of it. But happened to me once. I was doing a, a show with Skuggy, of his and then Brutus was just uh, watching our show. The of the and then Skuggy said, hey, do you know Brutus is just like doing a show now? So we started watching his show. The first so we were watching a show about Brutus watching our show. The first <laughs> watching his show. AD. There's reality to those, but the next, roughly speaking, 700 years or so, are it sounds like years. he needs to stop they taking didn't breathing or something. There's too much phlegm around his and mouth. And there's various techniques that, that the, um, our controllers have sort of uh, employed to stretch the, the timeline. Um. And uh, we're going to talk about some of those. And But um, what I want to do is just give you a, a brief snapshot into some of the examples he gives and talks about. And uh, if you're interested, I'll leave a bunch of links and you can investigate further, but uh, let's start in Rome. Now, again, his concept is that 
the first roughly speaking i think he even is i think he's pretty exact with it i think he usually says like the first 230 years are there's reality to those but the next 700 are fictitious <laughs> so when he started looking at what was happening in rome itself during this 700 years after the first 230 he realized like no apartments were being built in rome for this 700 years no latrines were being built in rome does he have the doc has he got the documents no aqueducts were being built in rome got the documents for this period of time of 700 years and uh, in addition to uh, we mentioned the residential quarters latrines aqueducts in addition to that no sewers roads ports uh he threw threw in bakeries basically nothing no bakeries oh fuck during this period of time of roughly speaking 700 years and um what you mean, but, I mean is he is he implying that Beowulf like, the emperor's <laughs> build and which uh, why wouldn't the senatorial class build like, well, uh, why didn't the aristocracy build like the elite how come they're not building like no one's building uh, anything but the one thing that is being built during this this 700 year stretch it within rome are churches now again right can right go back uh, go back uh, if you can start, go back i want to look on this aristocracy build like the... what this one here yeah Nothing yeah is right going to the Stop shape there. of the residential houses yeah right if you go to and look at like many of the old buildings in london right if you take a look at the bottom bottom picture on the left there You'll yeah. find very similar buildings in like London. They're supposedly built in the 1800s. They look very similar to that. Yeah, because it all burnt. It all supposedly burnt down in 16. Ah, yeah, Great Fire of London. Yeah, it all burnt down. But, yeah. but then they magically rebuilt it exactly the same as. Uh, as, our, as our license reminds us, the bathhouses. Don't forget the bathhouses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that was just a, another point. Is that like that was the late antiquity of what the Roman buildings looked like? So the ones before the fall, right? Yeah. So, but then with continuing to build in that style, seven hundred years. Do you, after do this you think this? Do you think this miracle concrete stuff could be bollocks as well? Then. No, it doesn't seem like it. Oh, okay. I mean, we, you've got the we've got there's other. Other evidence as well of other, this this stuff reappearing uh, three hundred years later, as in that chateau place, um, and in another place called Pliska in Romania. In um, that will also use Roman concrete. That was three hundred years after the supposedly fall of the Roman Empire. So yeah, that's it. Um, I, don't, I think I think the Roman concrete is definitely real. It's. Uh... But do you think it's a lie that it's been lost then, or it's been? I thought that the Roman concrete was done with pumice from the uh, uh, Vesuvius, and that's why it's a third lighter than Portland cement concrete. S saying about using volcanic ash. Oh, that's it. They were saying that the volcanic ash from La Palma should be harvested to make concrete because. It's ideal for that. So it's just it's there. It's you just have water and it's concrete. 
We have a we have a naysayer in the chat. He says neoclassical building looks like Roman classical building. Say it ain't so. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, okay. But then you have to ask yourself if we're getting into neoclassicism. You, the, a lot of stuff in America is neoclassicism, and it's just like these people in the 18th century and 19th century were just like, yeah, we're going to build all these massive insane asylums and um, baby incubators and we're all going to do it in this Roman style because reasons. Oh, yeah. and then we're going to have the World's Fair. We're just going to erect all these massive places and then destroy them because reasons. Uh, I call bullshit. Okay. I, I'm I'm saying that those buildings that you see in in America that look like Roman buildings are much older than a uh, hundred or two hundred years old. Because you know those buildings in Washington look much older than they are, don't they? Well, the other thing is, I'd I'd say that the Romans have been to America as well because this does tie into missing time because we got everyone accepts. I say everyone that the Americas were discovered long before Christopher Columbus. We know about the Viking uh, houses in Newfoundland, and even before then, there were people exploring them. The Phoenicians had Michigan copper. Now, uh, in the antiquity world, to make bronze, you get tin from Cornwall, and you get copper from Cyprus, and... Hopefully some spurg in the chat says, or oh, actually, you can also get tin from from uh, this place in Kyrgyzstan. Well, that wasn't in antiquity. However, there is more than one source of copper. I mean, Cyprus is named for it. That's why it's called Kypros, uh, because that's copper um, uh, in Greek. But um, the, the thing about um, metal is uh, it's like really easy to do forensics on it. You heat it up, and then you do some gas spectrometry, spectrometry on it, and then you go, oh yeah, this composition of impurities means it's from this mine in this part of the world. And you can be quite accurate, even to the point where you can say it's from this seam because this seam has marginally more selenium or some other trace element in it. Um, the Michigan copper is 95% pure copper, and then 5% other impurities, don't ask me what, probably sound like mica and granite. Um, and that copper has been found in Phoenician coins, which were used in, in the Mediterranean in antiquity. So how did they have access to Michigan copper without going over there? And it's not just the Phoenicians that went over there, it's the Romans, and that's why we got these Roman buildings. It wasn't just like, oh, um... It's the 19th century. We should have a go at building stuff. Oh, but everyone's on horse and cart. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll build some stuff and then the trains will come and it'll be all good, right? What style shall we use? Shall we use like one that's unique to the Americas, you know, one of our own imagining? Nah, they've just called it neoclassical. We'll, we'll just copy Rome because Rome's pretty good. And we'll have a Roman Senate as well. And we'll have e pluribus annum as our, as our motto. And, you know, we'll, 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 we'll just Rome. have a needle as well. Yeah, we'll we'll have an eagle. We'll have the fasces. Like the needle, you know, like Cleopatra's needle. Oh, I thought you were saying like the eagle and the fasces, like is holding the bundle of uh, arrows together. Well, actually, I just had a quick look on the 
the Saxon church in Brixworth, and and that has uh, some sort of Anglo-Saxon eagle on it. It's got a very old oh, eagle. Oh, in oh yes, Char- an Anglo-Saxon eagle. Yes, of course. That's but right. Paul Char <laughs> yeah. pointed out what I was trying to say. What's wrong with ash? It's pretty much a one-to-one replacement for concrete, especially with volcanic ash. Exactly, yeah. Um, so La Palma and, yeah, and have a look in Vesuvius general. eruptions. Now... It's in the uh, heritage centre. Uh, right. Oh, I thought you were going to play that breaking news from Rome, which is also related to missing time. You know the. Uh, I think it's brave... in the home section. They mentioned the they mentioned the Anglo-Saxon eagle that it's got in there. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I'm just I... not to you. Oh, oh, okay. Anglo-Saxon. Ghosted. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was just saying all this bit about like it, the stuff in America with the Romans were there, and that's why they have all these Roman buildings. And the Roman buildings aren't just like two centuries old; they're probably what a millennia. When when was the Roman Empire like? Oh uh, yeah. Gone? If you look in, what? if you look in the section that says the church, so there's an Anglo-Saxon eagle in there. So set into a niche just inside the 12th century south doorway. Is an ancient stone carved with an eagle's head. This is believed to be part of the remains of an Anglo-Saxon stone cross of Saint John, and may have been used in the may have been used in the original building. Right. Okay. So where's this uh, photo? Where is it? So you go into the the Friends of yep. Bixworth Church, and then you go into the church section, and you scroll down a bit. Oh, church section. Yeah. Okay. It's also got a big German eagle right in front of the like a big German looking eagle in front of, in front of the altar. Hmm. Yeah, that's uh oh wait, you mean the Roman eagle? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You mean uh <laughs> why the, why is it always the same symbology? It's like eagles, two headed eagles, uh yeah. dragons. It's always the same stuff, isn't it? It's very interesting, I think. That's uh yeah. you know. It's nothing unique to their their like their people, right? It's like why is why is it all the same? Oh, why off, would you off have... license has accused you of popping badly, Hobbit. Yeah, well, yeah, that was my point throughout this entire show. I was just I took off my pop filter so I could really make a go at doing it. Oh, here you go, Hobbit. You're getting a bit of battering now. What's wrong with ash? It's pretty much a one-to-one replacement for concrete, especially with volcanic ash. That's why I'm asking, can yeah. you hear me? Because I said that five minutes ago. Oh, sorry, Hobbit. Sorry, I'm yeah. Actually, uh, I did step away for a second, so it might, it might have been during that. The content for the co-host is palpable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the content for the host does pretty well, Hobbit. Well, yeah, there is that. I mean, you're busy doing your thing about Anglo-Saxons. I'm like, let me tell you about Romans in America for the umpteenth right. time. I think yeah, offline since so... he's trying to get at you, Hobbit, he says he's well, you're, again. The question you asked earlier, Hobbit, was like, okay, so how long ago was Rome, right? And this is the thing, right? So from what the guy is saying, he's saying that Rome happened up until a certain point, but it was like destroyed in much like the rest of the world is covered in these copious amounts of mud right and then afterwards um none of it was really dug out until like the early what 1900s it seems from rome's perspective anyway with the that was when it started i mean i mean i read yeah the the certain who stuff didn't get didn't start getting dug dug up until the 80s yeah Yeah. so then afterwards that what they're trying to say is that then whatever proceeded afterwards up until a certain point in our history 
So whenever that would be, uh, the 1800s maybe, we don't know. Um, there was another catastrophe in the 1800s which buried another civilization, the one that many people in these circles and this topic refer to as Tartaria or Tartarian. Um, now, whatever that actually is, we don't, well, well it's hard to really say. Um, there's, again, it's speculation on top of it. But again, what we see as these, what look like Roman classical buildings in, you know, you know, this neoclassical style, right? Um, that whatever that they, they also were then buried by an amount of like soil and earth, and this seems to happen like every I don't know every thousand years. I mean, if you want to go back from the Romans, there was a time called the Bronze Age collapse. Well, even even when, even when you talk that about was a history, thousand years. Yeah, even when you talk about history, like you talk you mm-hmm. talk about like look what we've discovered, what we've found yeah. out, rather than. It being one one continuous um, mm-hmm. historical narrative, it's like yeah. people have found out, people have found this, people have found that. Like like you say, there's like it's, yeah. it's like there's some big gap somewhere where everything had to be yeah. found again. Yeah, and as we've like you know discovered in the uh, the Sahara uh, episode as well, like it 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 went from oh they had all these filled in maps to oh we ha- we no longer have filled in maps again. So something had happened to kind of like the state of the world in which some event had then reduced everything back to, oh, we need to go and figure, you know, discover this again. So great reason. many people, yeah. They, as they, in, they say which the is end interesting, of, um, isn't it? So, they say the end of the Bronze Age was, oh, mm-hmm. sea peoples. Who are they yeah. then? Well, they're the well, sea people. <laughs> Who are they? Yeah. <laughs> so, oh. Are they the Phoenicians? Don't know. They're the sea people. Yeah. Exactly. So you know, well, you got these... you got the seven the seven wonder the world seven wonders of the world went missing. You know the 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 gardens of Babylon, the uh, the the Library of Alexandria, the Colossus. The, the, the yep. Colossus. You know they're all Angel missing. Was trying to tell all this, me le- the all this left of the Colossus, like this huge, massive fucking statue. It's like one foot, and that's it. <laughs> Some Indian was trying to tell me the Taj Mahal was one of the seven wonders of the world. Yeah, but he's wrong. Well, he didn't finish yeah, it, did he? Did. There was supposed to be a white <laughs> one and a black one, weren't there? Yeah, there was. Yeah, there's meant to be like two of them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it can go back into like East Asian like stuff as well, and that's fascinating. Like the stuff that they built as well. Like, um, uh, was it Angkor Wat? Is it uh, Angkor Wat? That that's fascinating when you look at that stuff as well. Um, to be honest, but it isn't um, a, isn't a lot of that like hidden in jungles with all trees. Uh, all yeah, over well, Angkor Wat is r- massive when they, you know, yeah, when they excavated that place, it was huge. Like, mm. but that's that's probably another topic for another day. But uh, yeah, so to, to, to carry on with the. So we've got two events: the Roman Empire fell, got covered in this mud. People built on top of it in this Tartarian, you know, neoclassical style. Um, and then they got themselves <laughs> also uh, mud flooded, and uh, then appears the current time period in which we're in, which we don't know when it actually started, but it seems to have been 1800s, maybe. People well, speculate. Well, the, the bathhouses did seem to get covered yeah. over like a cat poo, didn't they? <laughs> like yeah. a cat poo in a litter box. Yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. what happened in the bathhouses? That's what, what, that's what we really <laughs> need to know. <laughs> right 
So there we are. That, that's kind of building. like the, the scenario in which we're dealing with the, the missing time. So what we're saying here is the time that we're told is the Dark Ages, right? The time in which nothing was really built. Um, I believe it's like something like 300 years. There's a period of 300 odd years where historians are like, well, nothing was really built in that time period. Nothing grand except these supposed churches, which may have a, another origin and explanation. Um, and thus everything up until god knows when like the thousand years 1500s wherever is a lie a fabrication um it's and, a lie we made it up it's fiction yeah, pretty much it's it's jonathan frakes uh you know classic oh yeah, yeah that's his up. name i just yeah. know him as commander Riker. yes will roy uh will Riker. will robinson danger will robinson no um why did, uh, why did they run out of names in Star Trek? Why are there two people called Will? I oh, know it's Wesley Crusher. I'm thinking of Wesley. It's Wesley. Yeah, not Will. Will. <laughs> right. I like that Patrick Stewart on Twitter told him to shut up, Wesley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, if only he wasn't such a shitlib. Um, yeah. Uh, right. So, okay. So, where do we go from here then? So, do we want to see some? Uh, Oddities within like the timeline, kind of like the uh the, the building of the say the Gallery Umberto or this unknown church. We don't know where it is. With the yeah, AD five eighty. I'm yeah. putting a new graphic up. Yeah, yeah, put a new uh put a new one on. So if you go to the la I think it's the last one. Is it the Scorched Earth? Uh, no, it's not that one, is it? Um uh, no, it's the one second. Or the Millennial Reign of Christ. Or is that coming later? The Millennial Reign of Christ. No, it's the Millennial Reign of Christ one. Um, this is a different subject, but it kind of ties into the time thing. I actually want to go into the Millennial Reign of Christ thing a bit more deeply one time. It's just like right now, this may blow your minds, um, especially if anyone's not actually a, a Christian here. And even if they are, they'll probably flat be like, blasphemy. I know uh, this might this might actually you know get you fucking crucified. Uh, and again, this um, is in Britain. What you're about to, uh, you know, you have they find uh, Roman villas a, and a reason why. Uh, I mean, it gets oh, it gets tricky as well. Or get yeah. the GFs out. Yeah. So if you go to 13 and 10 minute, uh, 10 seconds in the Millennial Reign of Christ video. Got it. Um, out, uh... yeah. You'll see the uh, some examples of this kind of should we say, distortion of the timeline. Right. What do you want? Uh, it's 12 by 3. You want 13, 10, do you? Uh, 13, 10, yeah. So, so yeah. this is the destruction event, right? Yeah. Now, is there a thousand-year period when Jesus returns, there's this massive destruction event, but it's followed by a thousand-year period. Well, what happens after the fall of the Western Roman Empire? What do you know? You have a thousand year period of time called the dark ages and isn't that just the controller way to do things completely invert potentially invert so the dark ages is is well thousand year reign of it's christ a lie. we made it up it didn't happen it was yeah. never real none I of this the dark happened. ages was just where they didn't have any light the, the dark ages is what we have now these will be the day. Yeah, Brucey Kippert said gay boys. By calling it the Dark Ages. 
And so roughly just speaking, don't like the Dark it. Ages correspond to yeah. the Middle Ages. That's I think George. most of the history we have here is fake anyway. But Isn't I am aware that um, a lot of the timeline uh, has been manipulated. Uh, a lot what of years have probably been Ages? added. What they and I know we we switched to the Gregorian like. calendar, I think, in the late 1500s. And you also had this phenomena. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, you got antiquity, uh, the, which is the start of You had this phenomena where the for a while, and then you got prior to, like, like things 1800, after the Middle Ages. they yeah. were putting wanna, an yeah, I or a J kind of like in front the, uh... of a date. And that I would represent Iesus uh, or Jesus, or the J would represent Jesus. So it would be, the date would be, like, how much time had passed since the death of Jesus. So what I wanted to point out here is this is uh, this desk is the it's referred to as the king's desk and this desk is in the palace of Versailles and it was made we're told for King Louis. That's the, a nice looking desk. I believe this one was made it for is. King Louis the 15th in 1769. Now the person who made this uh, desk made about his inscription in there and his name was Jean-Henri Reisner and when you look at the date on this sounds. it's a J769 so, but when you look at um, the official history for this desk it'll say 1769 but this is supposed to be a J <laughs> and if you look at this uh, Jean-Henri Reasoner, you look at his birth, uh, his date of birth and death. It's again 1734 to 1806. It's so you go back here. So they're taking this to be a one. So when I look at this period of time, I understand that uh, from our year, our current year zero to to now, 2020 years. There's probably a, a good chunk of that that has been added. So the Dark Ages is really the oh fuck ages. It's still, I think they're probably doing that to cover up the Dark this thousand year the oh period of time. And, yeah, it's like oh fuck. Uh, a good portion of it has probably been and, chucked and into this period of time we know as the Dark no, Ages. No, actually, no, no, no. It's, so, it's for more insidious have... than that. Okay, what is it? Uh, right, so what the Dark Ages is, is the cover up of what these people are referring to as the millennial reign of Christ, right? So, what happened is the Roman Empire fell. fell, right? And then Jesus who, came who, back who was who, in the who, Bible. Which which people would possibly want to hide the, hide the fact mm. that Christ reigned? Well, which, which people would <laughs> so money lenders, I think. <laughs> right. So, yeah. So, what, what the Dark Ages, according to these guys, is... Um, According Quite to Instrumental Lizard, it's everything prior to yeah. the invention of the light bulb. Right. Well, yeah, there is that. But this is this is the uh this is the thousand years that Jesus in the Bible of Revelation it says that Jesus will um reign on earth for a thousand years before the devil is let loose on the earth and he's to deceive all nations yet again in the short season before the final battle, right? So what it, what they're trying to say is that the Dark Ages is that amount of time that like Jesus literally like lived on Earth, um, and so we've had so Jesus was obviously born in the year zero, right? We we calculate we we time everything from AD right zero, right? That's the birth of Jesus, right? And I don't so know. AD oh, zero. The, the modern term CE, the yeah. Christian era. What does what, right, do, what okay. does Domino mean? Uh, year, year of our, of our Lord. Lord. 
our Lord. Domino is, is, is our Lord. Yeah. So are Although we saying, are we saying that, like that AD, AD, the start of AD is the yeah. Christ? Yeah. So that's why it's that's why it was called Andro Domini, right? The year of our Lord. So 1,000 years reign, right? Zero yeah. to 1,000. I don't think it ever got to 1,000, but that's a speculation for another time. Um, but yeah, so 1,000 years of like, what you know, Jesus reigning on earth. Um, and that is what the Dark Ages have become now. So when we say that 1,000 years have been missing from our time, it may not be a 1,000. It may be sh- uh, less than that, but there seems to be a missing amount of time between uh, the fall of Western Roman Empire, um, the second coming of Jesus. He came down, because even in the Bible, in Revelation, if you read it, he says, he come, your generation shall not pass until uh, these things have come to pass, like the 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 basically Armageddon, right? So Armageddon happens. Uh, Jesus comes back, you know, fights the wars. Rome uh, is destroyed, like you know, evil is vanquished, whatever. And then Jesus uh, basically does the first resurrection. After getting tacked to another time, that's a different thing. Um, and then the thousand years happens, right? And then what happens is the devil is let loose again, and nations. Are, deceived um and you know that's probably you know wars famine whatever right uh is let back into the world so those so that is the end of the dark ages is actually like when we have been deceived from so if you get my saying that's what they think is actually happening here the fall of the roman empire up until the medieval era was uh was the the reign of christ yes that's what some of these people think now. Yeah, there's a quite a few Christian people who believe. Makes sense because the Normans happened. were absolute bastards, and we we know the elves. No, Normans didn't them. exist. Normans were just made up, Hobbit. That's the thing when you realise this. Most of these yeah. people were just made up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Played the Jonathan <laughs> Jonathan Fox clip. Oh, <laughs> we made well, this shit up. <laughs> I, I still don't like the Normans because they were bankrolled by by the elves. It's fine. They don't exist. It's, it's all right, Hobbit. They never they just made it up. <laughs> yeah. None of it's real. Yeah. Well, you and the bastard that never invaded England. But then that 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 does like that does make you know what is English and it kind of does screw with uh, like oh, what are, what are the nations then then. Yeah, but what if like of... those um like English, which you can see they got a Norman nose and like uh, I'm not mm. thinking. There's there's two people that come to mind actually. One of them's James May. Yeah. Um, but uh, the other Bruce one. Bruce Kibbutz is getting a bit is... worried. Can you can you confirm, Fraser, that he exists? Who? Uh, Bruce Kibbutz. Bruce wants to know He's whether he worried. exists or not. Um. Yes, you exist. I believe in you. That's How do you know he's not just like an AI asking if he exists? Maybe the AI is. Maybe that is. Yeah. Maybe that's. that's Maybe we need insane. human verification, otherwise it doesn't exist. So. <laughs> Brucey, until you prove otherwise, I'm going to say I'm not sure. Right. I'm sorry, mate, but I haven't got any definitive proof you exist. Yeah. So whether you're whether you're like a secular, whether you're an atheist, or whether you're a Christian, until 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 sends us some money, we're just not going to know exists, are we, Hobbit? Yeah. Remember, chairs and microphones for racists never went away. It just they haven't bothered shilling for it. Yeah. So whether you're an atheist or Christian, it's not really matter. There seems to be a, a period of time that just seems to have been either made up or completely is distorted. 
and that seems to be the Dark Ages. Um, I mean, if you want to continue the video, it'll go into a bit more detail of like more examples of these, like I seven three four AI. But, you know, but if you are an atheist, why haven't you grown up? Yet? Yeah, these uh, exactly. mile markers. Yeah. This is for Boston, and just then just you understand the final battle. Is the I seven thirty four, and here's one eye. Yeah, here's another eye. Here's another eye. So it's after Jesus, after Jesus. Clearly an eye, not a one, but we would be told this is 1734. So the the calendars heavy manip are heavily manipulated, but so we have the destruction event worldwide potentially, and we have this thousand year period potentially. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is something called fervent heat. And this will this will uh, back up so into if we go what back we to, this, about to the to the uh, Bible, there are some other verses that talk about what's going to happen uh, when Jesus comes back again for the in the day uh, of the Lord, this, the will second come coming, as a thief in the night, just before this thousand year reign, shall pass away with this great noise. Verse that talks the element about, shall melt you know, with the day of the Lord heat. will come as a thief and the earth, in the night. So also, when he returns, and the works that the heavens will pass away with the great noise. And yeah, the elements shall melt fire. with fervent heat. all those sort of fires heat. in the 1800s, weren't there? Fervent yep. heat, like things buildings melting. made of stone on fire. Well. Turkey, right? This is, I think this is Cappadocia, but everything appears to be melted. Here's a good shot. Oh, yeah, and then you've got the buildings. It's in. just something all has of, happened. I mean, all of that looks melted. And people Have felt you got the need those to uh, houses carved into the cliffs and potentially in these uh, structures? I don't know. And I believe this oh, is from Oh, let me see Turkey if I can find a picture well. of those. Because, and uh, I've got one here. My dad from, was always on about when he went Petra. to Crete and he saw those houses. He said, and if an English stonemason from 1700 carved that, you'd have believed it. Because he said it looks like the same sort of style. The talks about this fervent Crete, which is going to... Stone uh, houses. Let's see if it cause some significant damage. The elements shall melt with fervent heat. My internet is going so, slow. That's an interesting tie-in. Now, this is where, for me, right. as crazy okay, as this is going to sound, there, and it is. I oh, write that going too far into yeah. what you want to talk about. Yeah, that gets into the trippy stuff. I don't know if you're ready for that. <laughs> I'm not even ready for that yet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's for another time. That is for another time. Sorry to do a beta. We'll get back to that one. <laughs> Fervent heat, isn't that some sort of drug hobbit? <laughs> Fervent heat? Mm, uh, not that I know. I'd have to look on Arrowwood. Can't find any images of uh, cliff uh, cliffside houses in Crete. Um... Ian went to lads, went on a lads, lads holiday to Crete and shagged the girl from Hull. Yeah, it's funny. You, you go is on he, a holiday. Is, Ian, to... is Ian Scuggy's dad? It, it's weird how. He... Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Scuggy. You should come on the show next time Ian, Ian's here. Ian we... created a little Scuggy. <laughs> we, 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 need to get, we need to get Scuggy on next time Ian's on and just say. Uh, We've Dude, got surprise, surprise, special guest. surprise, surprise, surprise. Ian, we, you went got... on a holiday to Crete and checked the girl. Here's your long lost son. <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy Carl is here as well with the paternity test. Mm. 
Apparently, Jeremy Carl likes to suck on his golf balls, and that's not a euphemism. That's what he, he plays golf, and then yeah. when he's done playing golf, he picks up his golf balls and he sucks on them. Okay. I thought it was important that our audience knows this fact. Just in case, I didn't want somebody going to the grave not knowing that Jeremy Carl sucks on his golf balls. He used the donkey. Yeah, but she, yeah, but she put a hole in it, but you don't know, Ian. <laughs> Isn't it weird? Go on a holiday to shag these birds, and they're just like, "Where are you from, them hole?" Oh, that sounds exotic. <laughs> okay, so I've got one more video to show you guys. Um, if you want to put in the last one, the scorched earth video, uh, Hemi. Uh, another uh, interesting. Oh, yeah. So when we're talking about missing time, everyone's like, "Oh, well, you know, we've got we've got strat, you know, these strata layers." We've got and- Professor Brian Cup. Yeah. Brian yeah, exactly. Cox Brian Cox will us. tell you what's right, won't he? Yeah. He'll tell you... Uh, it's you know, a missing time, a mystery. <laughs> Where did it all go? Just believe yeah. what you're yeah. told, kids. Yeah, just There's like more... in the Sahara, right? When, you know, where all that sand came from and There's all these... more uh... missing calendar dates in <laughs> the Vatican than my mum's eating dates. There's a Brian Cox view. I don't need you. This 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 four TM words is brought to you by Very Sure. We're very <laughs> sure of what we're talking about. Very sure they're not racist. They just don't like him in your house. Smart alarm. <laughs> not racist. They just don't like him in your house. That's it. Probably channels that know what they're going to talk about. Oh my YouTube is getting worse and worse because oh because your interest in La Palma volcanic eruption. Do you want to see this uh, this desert wildlife live stream from the Namibian desert? No, no, I do not. Only the subject will deal with the mud flood. Oh yeah, the Palma still around this community. One of the starting points for this. Oh, there's a theory. We've got into a massive tizzy with the East Island statues. Thanks for joining me and welcome. Curiosity: the the one wearing the hat that looks a lot like the style, like the Hasidic Jews. You know, the the ones which give you heartburn. A bit. It could be a bit like. Well, you you got the wrong bloody video, Hob. Hemi. That's what. No, no, it's a, it's the uh, Scor- is it the Scorched Earth video? That's oh, sorry, right that one. is our being buried past. My, my, sorry, wrong one. Scorched Earth. <laughs> oh, Scorched Earth. Yeah. Yeah, it's at the bottom there. Yeah. Go to two minutes and twenty-two seconds. So yeah, so we 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 could be sure, right, that science isn't lying to us. That we've got some scientific way of verifying where uh, where our uh, you know, data comes from, and uh, you know, we, we can we can definitely you know those dinosaurs were found the under you know, on sand, right? The science on Therefore, sedimentary rocks is settled. Mm, yes, right. supposedly. Well, uh, this Aren't might surprise rocks you. Amazing. Uh, wait, what? What? what <laughs> two what? minutes and twenty-two seconds. Two, 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 all the twos. All really yeah. up. Two twenty-three. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. They found three Roman ships, and they were buried seven meters, so approximately 23 feet. I didn't want them anymore. Why I find this to be of interest <laughs> is because there's also another one of these open pit coal mines in, uh, I believe hmm. it's west of Cologne, Germany. Now, as they were removing all of the sand deposits that was on top of the coal they were looking for, they ended up finding. Oh, that's a right. Roman I remember watching aqueduct something about this uh, this week. 
and it's this horizontal black That's line, it, sand. image on the left. Where but, did all the sand yes, come from? It's just really interesting. Fucking and you've sand. Got, How does uh, that this work? is just an image of it in profile. Does anybody know? This is the aqueduct here. Isn't sand amazing? So it is. It just covers up sites, One in Serbia and the other uh, in Germany. And they're both in these open pit coal mines that they find these Roman artifacts. And I think they, the one on the left, the aqueduct, they said it was the Romans intention, intentionally buried it underneath all of the sand. What, with shovels? All of the sand. <laughs> it seemed very, yeah. an impressive feat. Uh, but over well, we're done with right it now. Let's just bury it. That the, uh, <laughs> no wonder the Roman Empire was fast. They had, they had like thousands of men dig, just covering over so, the aqueduct. You know, it's just, what the fuck? I'm thinking it's one event that caused hey, all so may, maybe that thing, like, um, I don't want to get political, but like the Romans were busy covering to, up so. evidence of, of their crimes, right? What if, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and I'm not saying this is true or not, but what if there was another group of people what had an empire, and they were busy covering up their crimes by burying the evidence, yeah. and they lost the war because of priorities? Sort of add these yeah. I'm not saying this is what happened, but I'm and saying what if. All kinds of things in these right, here's the most important part, and, right? Uh, they find these tree stumps that aren't even fossilized. And I think I'm just showing Mount St. Helens here on the left because with regards to Mount St. Helens, you had rapid strata formation. And I believe like one of these layers was formed in three hours and you can get multiple levels to, to the strata all within a period of two years. So when they're telling Isn't us this is like seven million years... Yeah for all of this to form and the coal deposits and but these uh layers of sediment they could right, be put okay, down well, you can, in a short right so the takeaway from this oh, is right yeah geological earth movements and these strata formations are not concrete evidence of being x time old right mm. so when when uh we say these buildings like the Colosseum and roman pompeii and that they could have been buried in a matter of years, but we wouldn't know about it because, again, you know, our, our worldview is saying if X amount of soil is stratified, then then we will basically end up with, uh, uh, you know, that that yeah, that equals X million of years or thousands of years, right? That's how they. That's how the deception's kind of going on. So when you say you find dinosaurs are like, you know, well, bones that are buried like twenty, you know, forty meters under the ground, that could. That's not sixty thousand years or wherever. You know, it's not woolly mammoths. I think they actually found the woolly mammoths in that coal mine actually under those, uh, those, uh, you know, Viking ships or whatever it was, the Roman ships. <laughs> they found woolly mammoths another twenty feet under them. It was like okay, <laughs> so how long have they been there? It, you know, that would have been 10,000 years ago, right? Yeah. That could have been fucking last Saturday for all we know. Mm -hmm. It's just the earth at that point had like, you know, filled up in a couple of hours, right? This is it. This is, we, we, we can't, we can't testify to like actual, like, you know, this geological kind of uh, dating of, you know, of, of time because, well, if a volcano in two years can bury, you know, <laughs> as you can see in that first picture of Mount St. Helens, that's done in two years, a two-year period. 
and in the eighties, right, and we got recorded evidence of this, then fucking who knows how old certain things are. So let's so let's right? say it was Vesuvius that covered yeah. um near the Colosseum. So are we saying or, that people moved in moved back into Rome in the thirties? Is that what we're saying? Well that's the thing. It's like they all this like mud and like it was left there. It was like it wasn't used, right? Like it was just left in its current state until very recently, like in the yeah, last I mean, hundred and fifty years. If you follow the official ser- the, the official story of history, you've got to yeah. believe that the, that the Colosseum was there and they just left it to rot. No, yeah. nobody maintained yeah, no it. No one or maintained anything. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Why would you let perfectly good buildings, especially when go it's into right in the centre of your city yeah. as well? Yeah, the Roman Empire fell apart, and what did everyone just disappear? Mm. No, there would have been those people around to still maintain it, right? They wouldn't, you know, just because they've been conquered by the Visigoths or whatever, they'd, they'd use those buildings, wouldn't they? Well, surely the Visigoths would maintain right. it. Yeah, right? or even them, right? But they would have maintained them. At least. Yes, yeah. exactly. But supposedly, people disappeared or moved on and it let it, like, accumulate mud. What do you think, Hobbit? And that's what Hobbit thinks. Yeah, thank you, Hobbit. Fascinating. <laughs> Insightful. <laughs> oh, brilliant blow my mind Hobbit so yeah <laughs> so he's <laughs> gone to but, clog some toilets but this um, this uh, rapid stratification is something that you never hear hear happening nope because it? Nope, it breaks the narrative doesn't it because then yeah. if, if that can happen right then <laughs> okay then so, we, so we all can these explain... dinosaurs buried we can explain they it could be we can explain Italy. Uh, uh, St. Helens, yeah. where's that? What country is that in? St. Helens is America. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. In America, yeah. <laughs> it's so any any said. active volcano, any volcano, right, that's active could literally bury... So how do you, like, how do you, how do you explain England's mud flood then? Well, this is it. We don't really know. There could be... Again, the liquefaction event is, is most feasible is... Uh, you can see this happening in other countries like South America. There's video evidence of like basically the 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 ground opens up and like like a sinkhole mud of water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either sinkholes or well, sinkholes are kind of the opposite. These are more like literal mud just comes spewing out the earth, like it comes spewing out and just like lays on top of whatever was there. Um, and that that potentially could be either that, either that or the Romans only built built their buildings yeah. in dips. Yeah. Well, could build straight roads, but couldn't build on anything higher above sea level. Okay. Um, yeah. So that yeah, it's either liquefaction, even volcanic eruption. We don't know. Like, I there are long dormant volcanoes in in Scotland, and in like even in you know even in England, all all the land was volcanic at some point. Like, there's yeah. If you if you understand the uh, have a tectonics. Uh, what's happening when like places like La Palma at the moment, like there's pressure mm. plate pressure from underneath the earth is like moving, or, you know, in a certain direction, like causing these volcano and chain uh, island chains to be formed. Yeah. So at some point that's got to have happened in the UK, right? So you know, but that they say that was thousands of years ago. Well, how do we know that? So that, you know, it, isn't that there supposed to be like a whole... of years ago? Isn't there supposed to be like a whole town that yeah. that sunk underneath the? Is it somewhere near the Isles, Isles of Scilly, near um, what's that near Cornwall, isn't it? 
There's supposed to be like a whole sunken village around there somewhere, isn't there? Well, some people even say that the Mediterranean once was a once wasn't a sea; it was a basin. Yeah. Um, you know that had like villages and things on the bottom of the Mediterranean Sea. Um. So yeah, it's kind of, it's, of like oh, it's definitely really clogged tell. that toilet. How long he's taking? I know, man. He's causing the mud flood right now. He's the fucking Oxford, clogging. Oxford yeah. Clock has done it. Yeah, the the bathhouses are uh, being uh, filled as we speak. So, is there any more you want from this video? No, that's it. That's that's yeah. basically to say, that, look, right, okay. So we can't trust science to give us an accurate like reading on time. Uh, the the places that you know were Roman that still look Roman uh, <laughs> to this day. You know, why is everyone copying the Roman architectural style throughout all of time? Like that's all anyone's ever tried to do, really, isn't it? Copy yeah, yeah. Rome. It's weird, and it's it's kind of like it's fascinating. This like our obsession with copying what the Romans did. Um, you know, you, the, the Roman column is like how chubby yeah. people express that they're, they're classy, and that. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's right. We're just the chavs. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of weird that the that the Roman that the Roman architecture is still about. Where is that fucking Hobbit gone? <laughs> Hobbit. Is he died? Is he died of fucking? Where is the Oxford clogger? Clogging some more toilets. Uh, so do you want to do some unexplained mysteries? Go on then. Go on, Emmy. Let's see what we got in unexplained mysteries. Oh yeah, did you wasn't unexplained mysteries the thing you sent me as well that said like they were they were complaining that people are talking about how Rome didn't exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was that was kind of cute. Uh, when uh, I saw that, yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> it's like, you know, uh, even got... even the even the unsolved mysteries uh, people have limits, right? And to what you can uh, explore before you're considered uh, too too uh, uh, unorthodox. Elon, Elon Musk is to start testing chips in human brains next year. Is is this is this the mark of the bleep beast? Do you think? Um, I don't know. I've always thought the mark of the beast was more biological, like a degrading of a human, like, mm. wow, well, body, soul. I always thought it would be that. That would be more the mark of the beast because then it's a permanent thing, isn't it? It's basically. That's oh, what, so, you, so you think the mark, the mark of the beast would be like a fucking um, Monsanto logo when you when you when you keep swapping into <laughs> your new cloned bodies, like in the seventh day. <laughs> Do you remember that Arnie film, The Seventh yeah. Day? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sixth that was Day, sorry. Of, Sixth uh, Day. Yeah, have you ever watched Altered Carbon as well? That's kind of... I haven't oh, watched that yet. Uh, you need to watch that. The, yeah, that's pretty... Like, or was it Avatar? Like, Do you remember that one? Was it, was, what was the one where people lived through their avatars? I can't remember what that was called. Oh, the Bruce Willis thing, yeah. Oh, yeah, what yeah. Was that called? Yeah, I remember that. What was it called? I can't remember. That was a good film. Uh, so it could make possible to. Uh, I'm just skimming through this. Yeah. It could make possible to enhance the human condition, providing powers that could range from superior vision to the to the ability to replay memories inside one's head. I don't think that's a good thing at all. Oh yes, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure some people want that, right? Yeah. That's... What do, What do you think to the more um the more mundane things like um they think it could help people who've got locked in syndrome or par or paralysis. Yeah, that yeah. If it can help people like that, yeah, I wouldn't be against technology doing that. To be honest, I just but I just wonder it's, whether it's, it's, it's like... the ethics of it. Like, yeah, like, are you going to like 
Because I mean, if it's if it's abusable as well, like so, someone could yeah. hack into this thing and say it's someone who's got some kind of like it's it's been implanted to repress memories, right? So say someone who's been abused in like some well, kind you know, of they're like, not worried about breaking whatever. They're not worried yeah. about hacking your car to cause a car accident. They're not going to be worried about hacking yeah. your brain to cause a fucking spasm or something, are they? Well, I mean, that'd be how easy it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If it could do that, yeah. Um, but yeah, you no longer the CIA would need to like cut your brakes, right? You just uh, yeah, just, just your brain. EMP to your brain, yeah. Oh you no, probably... it was it must have been part of a faulty batch. Uh, <laughs> however, however, <laughs> yeah. Musk. Musk recently hinted that human testing is likely to begin as early as next year. I mean, who's going to fucking... I know some fucking um, soy-faced fucking libtards <laughs> are going to sign up to it, aren't they? But Jesus. Maybe Elon Musk should test it first. Yeah. I mean, he can't well, even sort out the Mars. batteries in his cars. I mean, he wants the equivalent <laughs> of a fucking three-day fire in your head. <laughs> Uh, so the first step towards testing in humans will, will require getting the FDA approval. However, Musk seems pretty confident about this. Yeah, because obviously, you know, he's uh, CIA fucking like Mister comes out of nowhere becomes a billionaire. Yeah. He kind of Elon Musk reminds me of. Do you remember that that character from uh, Is It Die Another Day, the James Bond one? I haven't watched that in a long time. Oh, so do, you remember, do, you remember, like... do you remember the one with the North Korean that get that gets the DNA therapy, so he becomes the, the Rupert Everett? No. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, is there's this like experimental um, DNA therapy thing? So like the the um... transgenderism, basically. Yeah, yeah. So like a North trans- Korean transracialism, whatever. It yeah, is, it's yeah. it's like a North Korean um, general or something. He beca- he becomes like this dashing like British guy. <laughs> uh, but okay. yeah, the the thing the thing with that is like, um, yeah, I think that's, I think that was basically my point. Which is, uh, yeah, the transracialism. Interesting. But yeah, that, that? That, that's the point. The the Rupert Everett character in it, it just appears out of nowhere, becomes a millionaire, but it's because he's really North Korean and uh, he's got all this. Yeah. Oh, by the way, you're not showing the audience the uh, the page. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, that's coming up. Let me see. Um, I'm in a different browser. Um. <laughs> so what else we got here? <laughs> the t- the animatronic Tyrannosaurus Rex has got a Christmas jumper at the Natural History Museum. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> uh, How about this one? Icy Lake's Star Wars sounds sound a bit outland- outlandish. Spark outlandish alien base claims. Do you know about this one? Steamboat nope. Lake in northwestern Colorado has inadvertently become the focus of bizarre alien conspiracy this week, all thanks to an audio clip posted up by Colorado Parks and Wildlife. The short tip con- contains a recording of some very strange sounds that were picked up at the lake. The peculiar audio, which is likened to the the sound of blaster fire from the Star Wars movies, is actually produced by the ice as it shifts due to temperature changes. So so people have been saying... Uh, Yeah, because ice does make some strange sounds, though, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Because it can sound like steel cable um, stretching as well, can't it? Yeah. Yeah, it does, yeah. Yeah, so people have just been like, oh, it's, it's aliens, you know. Mm. Sounds like Star Wars, therefore Luke's come to save us. Yeah. Oh God, those Jed, those Jedi fucking guys who believe <laughs> believe that George Lucas was a prophet. Oh, I feel there with that. They'll be having a fucking seance up there. 
What's that? Do people think he's a prophet? Oh, you not heard about that shit? Like, some people actually believe that, like, George Lucas was a prophet and everything that happened in Star Wars actually happened. It's recycled myths, though, isn't it? Well, yeah, but these people believe it. It, It's real. Uh, You've seen Dead Man is Found Alive after Night in Morgue 3. Ah, there you are. Hello. Uh, Yes, yes, I'm here for family reasons. I. I, Yes. Now, um. I'm glad you're talking about uh, George Lucas because uh, you know that thing about the Jedi and the the Egyptian priesthood called the Jedi. Nope. You know about that? Somebody might not know about it, so I just want them to know about it. the the Egyptian priesthood of the Jedi were the secretive order tasked with uh, covering up. Um, well, they did the same things the Jedi's did about not having emotions because. Being an autist makes you have superpowers somehow, and it's the, the other thing of... it's the next stage of human evolution. Have you not? Seen yeah, the that's predator? it. You I'm see, yeah. Autistic. Have you seen the predator? <laughs> if you if you're just coldly logical, then you have superpowers because yeah. Jedi and Vulcans and have you not uh, seen Rain autism. Man. He was really good at math. math. Yeah, that's it. And the fact is that the Jedi are a secret uh, ancient society. What are covered for? Well, they weren't that secret. They, they, George Lucas. They, well, yeah, except I just mentioned them. They, they yeah, are a secret society. That. That's, it. That's it. No longer yeah. secret organization. I'll be well done. They they were a once secret thousands society. Of, thousands of years. There you go. You've wiped it away in a second of it. So they were a once secret order tasked the with covering just the fact... docks all over the place. That, 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 were, Jedi. that were tasked <laughs> with covering up, um, what's his name? Jerry Nadler shitting himself. Yeah. That's that's what they did. That's the dark side of the force, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> M- M- missing time, eh? Where does all the time go when? Hobbit. If I tell you the story, can you guess what country it's from? Okay. Forty-five-year-old Dave Smith. I'm making the name up because I'm not going to make it that easy for you. Who yeah. sustained serious injuries after being hit by a motorcycle in uh, Smithstown, Maida. Yeah was rushed to yeah. a private medical facility where he promptly pronounced dead by a doctor. The emergency medical officer exam- examined him, said hospital su- superintendent uh, Ken Jones. He did not find any signs of life and hence declared him dead. After the police were notified about his demise, his body was placed in a mortuary free- freezer to await a post-mortem analysis-, analysis, which was scheduled to be carried out the following day. When his family arrived to initiate the paperwork for the autopsy, however, everyone was shocked to discover that Dave was in fact, fact very much alive, spending six hours in the morgue. What country do you think that's from? So, um, like, I, I want to say it was. Uh, oh, you know what? My first guess was India, but then I thought, <laughs> correct. No, really... <laughs> oh, your gut yeah, was okay. your gut was one hundred percent correct. <laughs> okay, so I, I always learned to trust my gut, and I thought, well, I'm I'm going to say India, but the thing is, I really want to say Botswana. So <laughs> I'm going to say Turkey, but uh, yeah, maybe, maybe next year. Uh, well, next I, you year. know, I said it because what country is it always? It's always it's... fucking India, isn't it? Three-headed maybe, child, uh... man with like eight legs. Wait, what? They got three-headed children in India? Uh, probably two-headed. I don't think I've seen oh, okay. three-headed. No, no, ne- never. Seen. I um. I can deal with the Mandy posting, but I'm not being around for Jedi docs, and they will fuck me up. <laughs> hey, um, I've, I've, I've never told any of my Mandy stories on on this show before, so no. Um, ah, 
Um, <laughs> but no, have you, no. Did, did we do this one about the cow in Brazil that escaped and went down a water park? Went to a water park and went down the slide. Oh, I think I did actually. I meant to cover that because it was like, oh, that's one of those stories we definitely have to go. Are we do, we doing unexplained histories? Are we? Yeah, can yeah. I see if there's yes. Botswana news so I can say this happened in Botswana? This week in Botswana. Just like Botswana. fucking. Just type in India and it's fucking. I bet it's just filled, wouldn't it? You look up Botswana, and I'll look up India. Oh well, uh, uh, okay. Seventy-year-old so something... woman gives birth to healthy baby in India. CIA team report reports of Vanna syndrome symptoms in India. Oh yeah, uh, are you the short? Doesn't is, is killed by a lightning strikes. World's largest hieroglyphs. Oh, world's world's largest geoglyphs discovered in it. What's a geoglyph? Oh, oh a rock. A... yeah, it's made out of rock. Rather than paint. Oh, unfortunately, Botswana news is all talking oh, about. Oh, do you remember latest... this classic Hobbit? Doctor pays forty-one thousand five hundred dollars for a wish-granting lamp. Oh yes, yes, I do remember that. Was a, that <laughs> yeah, was a good uh, news story. That was a doctor that paid for that. In case you didn't know the story, Razor. Fucking hell! Mm. <laughs> Iron Man balloon sparks alien scare in India. <laughs> <laughs> Is Pakistani, world, Pakistani spy moment. pigeon is captured by police. <laughs> Unfortunately, it seems all the Botswana news is related to... The, there's a new Transformers oh, film out. Oh, They're talking Hobbit. about the um, Decepticon called Omicron. Oh, is there? Yeah, so... Uh, Indian University to teach doctors about ghosts. A new six-month nice. course will instruct doctors how to treat patients who believe they're possessed. <laughs> Remember, they're going to come over here and they're going to treat you. Oh, nice! <laughs> when can I get when can I get treated for possession? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Budvidya mainly deals with psychosomatic disorders. I'll ring my GP tomorrow reason. and ask him. Yeah, I've got. Yeah. I'm being possessed. I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend this is a BBC Pigeon article. So the headline says, "This is from Mimigi uh, Online, Botswana Prime News." Uh, Fight COVID-19. Don't forget HIV. Oh, I thought it said don't fight HIV. Sorry, it, it's not as interesting as what I thought it would be. Um, it is, is a con- consularity article from Botswana. BMW hijacking accused plead not guilty. Oh, well, you're free to go then. Two men, one a and the other one from Zimbabwe, called Fabani Muyo, and a local Jabulani Kesili of Blue Town pleaded not guilty the offence of robbing a person of his BMW 1 Series car on Monday. Hmm. How interesting. Yes, yes. They, they, they're not guilty. So that's unexplained mystery, is it? <laughs> the unexplained mystery of, well, who did steal the BMW 1 Series car then? Oh, it's an it's another uh, Rhodesian accused of human trafficking, and he's got dreadlocks. Mm. How does he remind me of? Did any of you play Max Payne Three, and you you're up against like this this guy who kidnapped? No, I only ever played the first one. Oh, okay. Well, there's a there's a guy with dreadlocks in it, and he's really annoying, and he kills like a load of people you're supposed to protect, and I didn't like him very much. Oh shit! Vampire and, uh, bats now have taste for human blood. Researchers in Brazil have won yeah. some vampire bat populations may have started targeting humans. 
Hey, hey, no. we, we just got somebody to do the BBC Pigeon for us. Chippy Clips. He's gonna um, he's gonna do it for us now. BBC Pigeon. Yeah. Uh, man, man burns down his house to stop vampires. Don't laugh. Has he got any vampires in there now? Yeah. See, I don't see any vampires here. Yeah. <laughs> no vampires in there now. Uh, vampire oh, slaying oh, kit goes up for auction. You seen this one, Hobbit? Henry, uh, th this this article I've got for you here, you'll be like, I can't believe this is not India, right? boobs. I, I am I am the headman of of bobs now. Look at me, I am the bobs. By Ray played it twice and can't remember anything about it. It must have been a really good one. Oh, what Max Payne Free? Max Payne Free, you're in Brazil. You're basically paying an average American in Brazil who teach them about guns and democracy. Gun safety. <laughs> yeah. And uh, darky Brazilians, I believe they call them Zambo, uh, are kidnapping. Are they the ones the that don't go out family. in the sunlight? Or, or, or are they the ones that Brutus doesn't let go out in the sunlight? That's the one, yeah. Um, they're the ones that look dark no matter what. Uh, they they kidnap uh, the family you're protecting, and um, a lot of them end up dead. So you decide to have a go trip down to the favela to kill a bunch of locals because lol, you know, whilst in whilst in Brazil, might as well scalp a few of the locals. And then you end up with the police, and then you end up in this place, and you find oh no. The, the, the roundups from the favelas are going to this place for organ harvesting, and that's what's happening. And then, like, oh, yeah, your family, you're still doing revenge for them, so you machine gun a bunch of guys. And the the cops are corrupt. Who defunk it? There you go. I've now told you the story word for word. Ah, Dead, Dead to Rights was that game I was trying to remember the other week. Uh, the, the one where you have the pet dog. Oh, okay. Well, that narrows it down to quite a few games. X copper um, frames, but you got a pet dog, and it can rip people's throats out and stuff. Nick guns and often and stuff like that. Robin, are you there, Robin? I'm still here. I'm just a bit drunk. Have you heard about this absurd conspiracy theory that claims the Roman Empire is a hoax? It's preposterous. Well, it's a woman that said it. Is it? Is it you, therefore, opinion discarded. Yep. No, it doesn't. It doesn't say you wrote it. Uh, I hope this is not a thing that no, in five years. This rather strange oh, claim yeah. comes courtesy of TikTok history enthusiast at Momlennial. Oh God, that's an awful name. <laughs> she, she's a woman, and her opinions discarded. She, she's not only she's not only a woman; she's a millennial. That makes her fucking double opinion discarded. Whose yeah. conspiracy theories have proven proven to be somewhat divisive, to say the least, on social media? The root divisive. of her Rome denialism lies in the false claim that Roman archaeological sites are misinterpreted, and that Rome was in fact a fact a hoax perpetrated by the Spanish Inquisition. Well, nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Inquisition. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, a for effort. But here's a real mystery, right? So I've only said this before. I've, I'm sure I've said it before, but I'll say it again. Uh, Geordies and Rotterdammers have the same accent, just they talk different languages, also the Dutch are scum. Now, 
The other one which really surprises me, and I want to know what's the common ancestry here, Greeks and Spaniards, same accent. Like the the only difference is I I as someone who doesn't speak either language can go well they're talking Spanish and they're talking Greek but it's the same accent yeah mm. so how about them apples oh it is it is a blast from the past Indian state introduces ban on black magic this is from twenty thirteen. The banning on blacks is just racist India. Yeah, you got to go for that that like that racist legacy that Mahatma Gandhi gave you. That's just wrong. Black blacks are just as valuable part of India as Indians are. Oh, has anyone ever seen this story? This is from 2013 as well. Previous mind control research has enabled brain to brain communication between rats, but it's believed this is the first time such a system has been successful with human subjects. The remarkable experiment was conducted by Rajesh Rao and Andrea Stocko. Who created the whole thing on video? Who, who captured? I don't know why I said created. Captured the whole thing on video. <laughs> Rao was equipped. That wasn't even a Freudian slip. It's just that's the word that came out. Rao was equipped with a special cap filled with electrodes that were hooked up to a machine capable of reading electrical activity in the brain. While Stocko sat the other side of the campus with a transcranial magic sim sim mag. magic. What Easy the fuck are you say. on about? A transcranial magnetic stimulation coil placed over the region of his brain responsible for hand movements. For the experiment, Raoul would look at a screen and play a simple computer game that involved firing a cannon. But instead of actually pressing a button, he instead imagined his right hand moving to do so. Across campus, Stocko was unable to see or hear the game, felt his hand moving in correlation to Raoul's thoughts, a sensation that he likened to a nervous tick. It was both exciting and eerie to watch as imagined action from my brain get translated into actual action. That was actually how it was written. Get translated into actual action by another brain, said Rao. This was basically a one-way flow of information from my brain to his. The next step is having a more equitable two-way conversation directly between two brains. That's... Nah. Why would you want that? Cats revolting, by the way. They, they, uh, yeah, they always have to. Said, fuck you, Hemi. Not all millennials. Hashtag. Um, I, 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 Some I are really speak. cool and stuff. I can't name all of the them, Byray. Well, name yeah. one of them, Byray. Hobbit. <laughs> There's Hobbit. One. Oh, you, yeah. are you a millennial? You were dirty. Yes, I'm a millennial. I, I just about... Uh, well, let's not get too specific here, but yes, yeah. I am Generation Y, as in Generation Y. Is Captain like full millennial, is he? Um... Actually, that's a good point. Is he millennial? Does he come into Zuma territory? Hang no, on. No, we might f- no he, he does count as millennial, but he's late millennial. Yeah. So I'm early antiquity. He's, he's late fucking antiquity. peak millennial, that boy is. He, he's when they, they start like, allowing Germans into uh, Rome. I'm, I'm when Rome was pure and strong. Yeah, I was just before, when I was before Rome. Oh, Casimir's definitely a Zuma, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's peak Zuma. Which, as as far as I understand it, is the youth speak for bum boy. <laughs> I don't think they call Have him bum does anymore, do they? They're just a uh, femboy. Isn't he a fe- I always thought he was a femboy. Well, that, that's that's the new term they got for bumders, but. Yeah. I've, have you ever, like, met or know of uh, a Zuma that is not homosexual? 
uh, or, or at least no. or at least open to it. Yeah. Uh, I'm just having a look. Oh dear. Uh, tipped off by finding orange tape used to secure cables on top of a beaver dam, technicians seeking the cause of disruption to the TV and internet service in the remote Canadian town of Tum Tumbler Ridge found the rodents had dug down more than a metre to where the cables were buried and had chewed through them in several places. Predictably, a spokesperson for TELUS, the internet provider, described the incident as a very Canadian turn of events. There weren't any dildos involved. That would make it totally Canadian, wouldn't it? Hmm. Ah, but oh, I was going to say, what's worse, Canada or Sweden? But I don't know. Oh, fucking hell, Captain! The fourteen, fourteen times have have doxed Capstan. Bristol resident resident Capstan is com is campaigning for a new country to be set up in Britain, with Bristol as its capital. Capstan seventy nine wants the West Country Sussex and Essex to be united as Saxland, based on the region briefly ruled by King Egbert in. 824. He wants to combine London and Kent as another country and leave the rest of Britain as it is. He sees this as an answer to the current London centrism. Uh, Capstan stood for MP in Bath on his platform on the 2010 election, but got the fewest votes of any candidate in the country. I wonder, mm. how, I wonder why that went all wrong. Yeah. Uh, oh, researchers have found that bees are attracted to plants laced with caffeine. And that the substance substance makes them more focused, motivating, and efficient at gathering nectar. They believe this could help help save at-risk bee species and improve crop fertilization. So, like, I I don't I don't really understand how how bees and uh, well, does it just strike you as like bees are um. Very tired, by the way. The uh, the builders came in at eight in the morning, which was good of them. Did they actually do something? Um, yeah, well, they decided that was a good time to throw all the slate tiles off the roof. Uh, uh, have you heard about the TikTok time sure. traveller? Well, um, uh, oh, no, we did that before. I wanted to ask about oh, right. bees. Do they strike you as being like not the same as other insects? Fucking bees. How do like, they work? They they seem more. Um, they seem more like. They're like the dog version of insects, aren't they? Other insects creep me out. Ants I'm ambivalent to, but bees, I actually, I don't mind bees. I quite Is it like the name? Them. Because they're called bumblebees. You're automatically kind of well, think they're bumble, bumble humble, oh, but honeybees, even honeybees are a bit different, but bumblebees are like some of the nicest creatures I know. I mean, I've met rabbits more vicious than bumblebees, and I'm not not kidding there, by the well, way. That's rabbits they do, do like actually to bite. attack you, they die as well. It's like... <laughs> well, <laughs> rabbits, rabbits do like to bite people when they're scared. So, uh, yeah. How about this one? There's there's a bit in the latest 14 times about the gimp wave. Uh, that's not <laughs> Hobbit's new musical style. It's something else. <laughs> Somerset. Do you, do you remember the Somerset Gimp Man Hobbit? We used to cover it on Grub and Glory, I think, didn't we? Do you remember the guy that... Used to wander around oh. in a gimp mouth. Didn't he get a shoe is, enough someone in the end? Is he like the one who, like at the start of the uh, Ching Chong Chinky Cough thing, he's like, oh, he's wearing a no, mask. No, this was before that. This was like the the year before that. Did you know, didn't he get a shoe enough someone? I thought mm. he did. Oh, man. Uh, I'm I'm glad I'm, I'm doing this. Whilst you're doing that, I thought, let's see if I can find any uh, spooky stuff. 
uh, I know we've done Rendlesham Forest, but uh, do you want do you want a, a thing about like a link of the 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 uh, oh my god. Here's an actual audio recording of military personnel encountering a UFO on face in the Rendlesham Forest. I don't know why it says on face. Shit hits the fan around 14 minutes in, so I'm going to copy that link over to 40 in general. And Well, this is only five minutes long, so that's not the right thing. What the fucking Discord? What the fuck? Oh, f- thanks, uh, 4chan X. Really, really good quality stuff there again. Please listen to the geezer you know, himself. Keep oh, always... uh, I think Bjarki wants me to play a the Canic Chase Bigfoot. I do actually want to do actually Bjarki. I do want to do an episode on Canic Chase because there's a lot more to Canic. You know, you know about Canic Chase, do you, um, Razor? No, actually, it's basically like fucking eerie and the TV series, the eerie Indiana. It's like weird as fuck. So I think I might do. I might. <laughs> There's like low, there's yeah. UF there's UFO fight uh, sightings, uh, Bigfoot. There's supposedly a werewolf, like everything in Canic Chase. Let's go. Canic Chase it. in Staffordshire. Uh, so what's this Hobbit? It's not uh, a Rendlesham Forest. It's Hobbit, just are you some Russian. You you asked me. Is that, that why? Is I, that why it takes ten seconds after I ask you a question? <laughs> it, it's no. It was something to do with Rendlesham Forest, but then I clicked on link. It's like this has got nothing to do with Rendlesham Forest. The video is only five minutes long, so it's not even fourteen minutes. Oh, okay. Then. That's completely Maybe I can find the actual title because it, that's that, the about Russia. Yeah, I know. Well, Phil. Sorry, I was talking about gimps and stuff. So police in Galveston, Texas had better, had better luck when they received reports of a man dressed as a Halloween film villain, Michael Myers. Did anybody see this one? Complete with mask and bloodstained knife walking along the beach in the early stages of the Hurricane Nic- Nicholas's landfall in the area. Arriving at the beach, they arrested the mask wearer, lawyer Mark Metzger, and charged him with disorderly conduct. Metzger said he did it for a little bit of positivity in the gloom and doom. I didn't. It felt a bit like a scene out of Scooby Doo after they handcuffed me and pulled the mask off. Like, like I would, I would have gotten away with it if we weren't for those meddling Karens, you know. He said. Uh, so in April, the New Forest was haunted by someone in a gimp suit. Hampshire police were looking for a naked man wearing bondage gear after someone described simulta- described simultaneously as being naked as and as wearing bondage clothing, boots, and a green rucksack was spotted in the early afternoon near Bolton's Bench, a beauty spot close to Lyndhurst. Unsurprisingly, the police said our officers conducted a search of the area, but not able to locate the individual. What? <laughs> Locals, meanwhile, speculated the individual was filming content for OnlyFans, a subscription website where people can commission bespoke film clips, often sexual from amateurs in return for cash. Oh yeah! It wasn't oh yeah! I want to see you way. dressed as a gimp in the new forest. Oh yeah! Does Naked Martin do OnlyFans, or was he before OnlyFans? No, oh, yeah, he used to do. He used to do WhatsApp missions, didn't he? Um, in oh, early okay. September, motorists driving along the A three four three in Highclere, Hampshire, were treated to the sight of a man wearing nothing but a latex gimp mask and standing in a lay-by watching traffic. 
He was just staring at the traffic like a horror movie. And then when we drove past again after turning around, he was running off. Said motorist Craig Gupton from Andover, who called the police after sighting the naked man and seeing him escape into the woods beyond the well a by Well, he's obviously a sex case, isn't he? Yeah. So yeah, and then the and then there was the Claverham Somerset one, which we used to cover quite heavily. Bianchi mentions there's no bumblebees in Australia. I, I one of the things I miss about my previous uh, job was when painting and routing and other bits of woodwork need to be doing. Nobody would go into that room except me because oh no, the bumblebees! You'll wake them up. And yeah, whenever I opened the door, about ten bumblebees would start floating around in the room, and mm. some of them would land on me. But I never ever got stung once. Well, they, they they're not going to sting you unless they have to, because they only have they can only use it once, and they die, don't they? Yeah. Like pulls the guts out, well, it, doesn't it? The other thing is, like uh, with the, well, honeybees, you might have like uh, five thousand in the nest. With bumblebees, yeah. there's only about twenty or thirty of them. So yeah. They're not going to sting you without good reason. And it seems me just opening the door, what happens to be just above their nest, wasn't enough reason to agitate them. It was enough to make them fly around, but it wasn't enough to, like, we're going to attack you. You heard about this duck that can say, you bloody fool? No. You bloody bastard. You bloody bastard, innit, mate? Fuck you bloody. <laughs> Fuck you bloody, innit, mate? You bin chod. You bin chod. What's your name? It's Ben. Ben Chode, mate. Yeah, that's it. Uh, what, else is, what else is in the 14th? I'm just having a look. Uh, animal attacks. Uh, in Barcelona, Colombian singer Shakira was attacked by a pair of wild boars in a city park. The animals grabbed her bag and headed off into the woods where they shredded it and destroyed the contents. Okay. Berlin and Rome have had boring incursions. Uh, in May, a woman in a Roman supermarket car park was surrounded by boars who ripped her bags from her and rooted through the contents. And the mayor has complained that the opposition politicians are using the boar invasion to score political points against it. Fucking hell. Oh, shit, yeah. Do you remember, the, do you remember that one earlier? Uh, was it earlier this year? Or in the, the dude in boot, the nudist in Berlin and, and the boar nicked his laptop. No, what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there was a nudist. He was working on his laptop and this fucking ball come pelting <laughs> out of a bush, nicked his laptop and ran off with it. So there's a picture of a fucking <laughs> naked bloke running after a ball with his laptop. <laughs> fucking hell, man. Only in Germany, right? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Uh, in Anchorage, Alaska, it's otters, it's otters that are going on the offensive. During 2021, there have been frequent attacks on people's, people and pets by river otters in several popular outdoor areas near rivers, creeks and lakes along the city's greenbelt. With a nine-year-old boy being taken to hospital for rabies shots after being bitten several times by otters near a duck pond. The same week, a woman was bitten while rescuing a dog from a pack of aggressive otters and another dog was also bitten. River otters are not usually aggressive and Alaska's Fish and Game Department is investigating whether the attacks involve the same group as they can range over large areas. So if they aim to track down the offending animals and relocate them to an area where they won't come into contact with humans and their pets. Hey, as wet as a knotter's pocket. Yeah. Uh, we all done? Any more for any more, yep. Hobbit? 
Oh, I, 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 I'm spent. I'm spent. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Yeah. Bumblebees are so damned goofy, lol, says Biaki. They, they really are great creatures. Yeah, Biaki, I am going to use. Um, I am going to use that thing, but I think I'm going to do a, um, Canic Chase episode because Canic Chase is one freaky fucking place. So, right, is that us done? I am. You're up. Remember. Stay spooky. Woo. Uh...